Russellville.com presents the book Lance by Chance, wrestling as a Von Erich. Hear how he was discovered, what happened when he was at World Class, and the adventures he had when he left Dallas. Also available, the Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1 and 2. Read stories of the Northern Wrestling Federation, Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Thunder Rosa, Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, PJ Black, Bushwhacker Luke, The Fantastics, Ricky Morton, Scott Casey, Tim Storm, Kamala, Sauronaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Andrew Anderson, and many more. Get your books today at Russellville.com. Russell. It's where wrestling lives. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast with Vinnie Berry, and I'm Brittany Brooks. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinnie Berry, and my guest today is Brittany Brooks, professional wrestler. Hi, Brittany. Hi. How are you? I'm good, good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm very overwhelmed with my schedule right now. I'm doing so much and overscheduling myself everywhere. So I'm just like, I need to take a second, make sure my phone calendar stays up to date. But yeah, it's getting wild over here. <laughs> it, it's easy to do. I, I find the same. I was driving home from work today thinking I have to do this. I have to do this. And do I really need to do that thing tomorrow? And I've got all the, you know, all these balls in the air I'm juggling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so. I literally have the buddy who texts me every morning and he's like, what are you doing today? Because he knows if I don't, I will literally forget something. And so when he asked me today, I was like, I was like, shoot, I think I have three podcasts that I scheduled for today. Plus, I'm about to go to practice right after this. And at practice, they're shooting something. So I was like, I need to do my makeup before practice. So I've just been a mess today. High school, college, work, everything. It's just, it's wild, but. Right. And, and you're you're 18 years old. Yeah. You've been wrestling for how long? Um, Almost four years. Okay you are definitely getting some momentum right now, right? Let's talk about yes, it. I'm trying. Um, I realized that I can't just sit there and wait for companies to reach out to me. I have been sending my stuff everywhere and reaching out left and right to every promotion I come across, talking to people. Um, Mania Weekend was really good for networking and stuff. Um, I, I brought myself there. If you hear weird screaming in the background, my brother's playing video games and he's really loud <laughs> whenever he plays video games. So if you just hear some random screaming, ignore it. Um, but um, yeah, I've just been reaching out to places like crazy, trying to really stay up on my social media. I realized that being somebody who posts like daily really helps because it helps people being like, oh, I saw this girl and it gets people to know you. Like I was looking at Jordan Grace from um, Impact and she literally posts every day. And I remember feeling like I know her, like, and I never actually met her. So I'm like, if I'm able to capture that with my audience and grow my following and grow you know, just everything, then it'll help a lot. And like, it'll help promotion see that I'm constantly working, that I'm constantly grinding, that I constantly want to get better. So that's like kind of been my mindset recently. Right, right. So you came from the Arizona Wrestling Federation. Yeah, I do not know much about them. However, in 2010, so I lived out in Phoenix from 2007 to 2010. I lived three years out there. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, I didn't know much of a uh, independent wrestling scene going on out there. When did this 
Academy come around? So yeah, the Academy, I believe, opened in 2013. And um, they've been going ever since. Our head trainer is Lawrence Tyler. We've had a couple other trainers come in and out, um, but I train with him every single Monday, Wednesday still, and I um, will continue doing so. Um, And yeah, it's kind of just, they moved locations not too long ago, but I think the biggest name to come out of AWF so far has been Hammerstone. Um, He was trained by my coach as well. And yeah, so I've been training there. I started in their kids program when I was 14 years old and they don't have a kids program anymore because they realized that it's like wrestling is intense. It's very hard and it's not for kids. And I was super, super fortunate. Like every now and then we'll get a new kid in our adult class, but they tend to quit pretty quick. And I was just super fortunate to have that opportunity and kind of ease my way into coming to the adult class. And I learned so much so fast once I started doing the adult class, but like I took it easy for like the first ish year. Um, But yeah. And so we have shows every single month in Arizona and now I'm getting out there more because for a while I only wrestled at AWF. And now that I'm 18, I'm able to travel more. I came back from my injury. So yeah. You know, I I know a lot of young ladies about your age that have started when they were 13, 14, 15 years old, right? Mia Friday. I don't know if you know. Okay. I love Mia. Mia. I love Mia. We used to be friends on Instagram before we started wrestling. And then we wrestled each other a couple months ago. And I was like, oh my God, I'm meeting you. And it was funny because I was just talking to her today because I was sending out my graduation announcements. And she's like, I want one. And I was like, well, you better give me one when you graduate too. So... (laughs) You know, and you, Billy Starks, her, Roxy, I mean, these these young ladies who started in their early teens, right, as wrestlers, and here they are four years, five years later, and they're all doing pretty well. You yeah, know? I mean, I would, I would not put myself on the level of Billy Starks or Roxy because I think that they're, like, incredible, and Mia, too. I'm like definitely low, low bottom tier trying to spread my wings more. But I just, I think all those girls that you mentioned are incredible. And Nick Wayne, um, even Brooke Havoc is really young and she's, she's killing it. I love Brooke Havoc, but there's just so many. And it's like now, I feel like it's now is the time to be young and doing this because between the ages of like 18 and like 23, 25, that's when you're going to be like on fire. So I'm just trying to ride that as much as I can while still maintaining okay grades at school, um, but just trying to like do as much as I can now. And then when I graduate in a, literally a couple of weeks, I'm hoping to just go up, go up from there. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was getting at. There's got to be some kind of an advantage of starting that young. Wouldn't you say? I mean, for if- sure. Cause it's like, I've been doing this for it was four years with the kids class, but I've been wrestling on shows for about two. I was out for six months with an injury. So I'm about a year and a half in, but I definitely feel like I've gotten opportunities a lot, lot, I guess, quicker than most people because of like my age and the fact, and also just because of being a woman, like women are a hot commodity and there's not that many of them. So to be able to use that like to my advantage and like, do what I can to get booked everywhere I can that's been like super beneficial to me and I'm like I don't know I I definitely have confidence but I definitely don't want to ever like develop an ego or anything and I don't put myself on very high of a level 
but I definitely think that um, at some point I would love to be at the level of like Billy Starks because I literally look up to her, even though we're the same age, she's doing incredible things and I'm just so happy for her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's fun to watch. Mia's fun to watch. Yes. I, I get the, I had an opportunity to interview her. And when, when I did talk to her, she was like, yeah, I just got my driver's license a couple weeks ago. It was, <laughs> like, it was, it was kind of funny, you know? How long ago did you talk to her? Uh, let's see. It, it was probably a good, a good year now. It's, it's archived okay. on my, on my website. You'll have to go back and look. Oh, I, I will have to listen to it for sure. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember the date, but it was about a year ago or so. So yeah, okay. it was, yeah. she was 16. I don't know what she is now. So I think she, yeah, I think she's 17 now. And okay. I think she's a junior, but she could be a senior, but I don't know. Cause she said she was going to steal my idea. Cause my graduation announcements are like, you know how people do graduation announcements so they like um send them all out to like their friends and family and everything I did a photo shoot at my wrestling school and we turned the lights off in the background and just like put my cap and gown on but my wrestling gear underneath and it like looks so cool and she's like I want to steal your idea and I'm like dude go crazy because it was such a like a good idea I thought of so (laughs) yeah it's it's a hey it's a good time of your life right I remember when I was 18 I, I kind of felt like I had to, I have to figure out everything that I'm going to do with the rest of my life, right? That's yeah. not the case, but I think a lot of people feel like that, right? Yeah. Well, you know what, sure. you know, it, things will unfold and opportunities will, will come your way. And you know what, you have something you're focusing on, something that you love doing. And you know what, this is really the time when you're young to really grab a hold of this thing, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a time period where I was going to go to GCU, which is Grand Canyon University. I was going to go because um, in May, I'm graduating from high school, but I'm also graduating from community college. So I'm getting two associate's degrees. So I'm going to have my associate's in arts and my associate's in um, general studies. So I would literally just have to go to university for two years. So my thought process when I was injured, I was like, I need a backup. Like, I need to go to this college. I literally paid the housing deposit and everything. I pulled it all out because I had this like night in Vegas where I had like an epiphany and I was like, I'm doing my homework at 3 a.m. after being at a wrestling show for eight hours in Vegas. Like I want to, I don't want to have to do this and I don't want to have to live like this. Like I want to wrestle and I want to put all my eggs in one basket. I know it's not typically people's best idea but my thing is like my coach always tells me he's like if you don't give this your all then you're always gonna be wishing what if I did give this my all so that's kind of just been like my mindset recently like I've been getting my schoolwork done but taking a lot more bookings missing a lot of school on like Fridays and stuff but I'm keeping my grades up enough to where I should be able to graduate and doing everything I can to just balance everything. So then in a couple of weeks, when I'm finally done, it's going to be the best feeling in the world. And I won't have to worry about school anymore. Well, you know what? You have, you know, a lot of students, I work at a school district. So a lot of students these days are graduating with associates. And you say you have to, that's a leg up on a lot of people. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that, would like to go to college and always wanted to go to college, but because of family, time, work, whatever, that that kind of falls falls away, right? But now yeah. you're coming out of high school, golly, you've got a leg up. So, you know, 
just let's just say things change in the wrestling world. You're only two years away from your from your back. Yeah. So you're really doing well. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, I like a lot of people that go to my wrestling school, they're like, oh, you should go to community college. And I'm like, well, I'm already going to be done with that. So I was like, even if I do crash and burn in wrestling in the next two years, it'll just put me at a regular, you know, amount of playing field if like if I give myself two years, but I honestly don't I don't want to have to. I want to it to be enough motivation, like going for broke. I want that to be enough motivation to make it and get signed and do whatever it takes to get signed. So that's like kind of been my mentality. Like I I don't want to need to go to college. So whatever it takes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you had the opportunity to wrestle for AEW. How did that all come about? So I found out that they were coming to Arizona, actually, like back when I was injured. So I got injured last March. I got surgery in May. And I think they announced that they were coming to Arizona because it was the first time in like August, November-ish. And I was like, okay, like I know that a lot of people are getting booked on dark. I started asking around. It's You can't really talk about it all too much, but it's like there's like somebody that can reach out to you. So when I like, I woke up one morning, looked at my phone, I saw a text from my coach because it was like the day after a practice. I don't even remember what he said. And then right underneath it, I saw an email and I was like, no way. So I started freaking out. The first thing I did was screenshot it and send it to my coach. And I was like, I don't want anybody knowing that like I got invited to this Um, just because people are very like, I don't know. Cause I mean, I feel like I, deserve it because I've worked for it but also I feel like I in my own mind I feel like I'm not good enough for it and like I know that's not I'm not trying to like get pity or anything but I don't want to ever be like oh yeah I'm so good like I should get booked you know what I mean so I was just like oh like I was so so nervous and so um because it was like the biggest thing I've ever done and to a lot of people it's just extra work but to me that was like huge and the biggest thing I've done in my life so it was just such an incredible feeling just being there and being around people who have been doing this and I've used to watch on tv and the catering was really good um and then just wrestling in an arena that I've attended so many shows at like it's ridiculous how many I think I've done like 10 to 13 shows like that I went to as a fan at that arena which one was it was it where the Suns play Yeah, the Footprint Center. So it used to be called the U.S. Airways Center. Then I think it was like Talking Stick Resort Arena for a bit. And then now it's the Footprint Center. So it's where the Phoenix Suns play. Okay. And yeah, that was wild being backstage. I was like, and I've been to concerts there. I've been to games there. So yeah, I really, really, really hope to go back to AEW and hopefully get signed one day. Um, Like WWE and AEW are my big like, that's the goal. That's the dream. I know a lot of people have different like things that they want in wrestling. But to me, like AEW and WWE, those are like exactly where I want to be. And I want to work my butt off until I get there and get that contract. So, Right. And, you know, uh, a lot of people are are doing it. You know, the the roster does rotate. So they do bring in new people. And also, too, you know, there are people carving also, too. You know, this day and age, people are carving uh, uh, their their own place out in independent wrestling right now which is which is crazy right it's like it's not the end all be all right it's like if that never happens 
you can keep on going, right? Because there's yeah. so many opportunities today as, as opposed to 30, 40 years ago, right? It was- For sure. Yeah. There's like so many, so many options. It, it's it's amazing. And and if you stay healthy, which is, that's, that's what you, you know, that's what you hope to do. That, anything can happen, right? I mean- For with, sure. Yeah, with with who you're surrounding with, all the the effort that you're putting into it, you know, hard work does pay off, you know, and so, yeah, definitely. I see good things coming for you for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What is what's going on with the Capital Championship Wrestling? So I will be doing um, some shows with them and I'm really, really excited um, through until like the end of the year. I'm on like, I think like five or six of their shows and I'm so excited because it's all in places that I've never wrestled before. And I'm really excited because I like, so I get a little keychain everywhere I wrestle, every state I wrestle in. And I'm so excited to just like have all these keychains soon. Um, I'm going to New York in a couple weeks or next weekend actually and I am so excited about it I just have like shows kind of everywhere mostly west coast but like I'm trying to reach out there to the south and I don't even know the east wait east coast and then like the midwest I don't know what they're called I just said the west coast (laughs) right right well you know uh Capital Championship Wrestling has a, a a reputation of bringing in some really really solid women talent right I mean I enjoy watching the title network and they're on there and you can go through and, you know, see who's on the card and go through and watch, watch the matches. And, and they're all very good. They're they are. I'm very so, talented. I was like honored that they like wanted to have me there. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like there's some big names on there. And I was just like, add the megastar Brittany Brooks to your list. <laughs> how, how did they reach out to you? How did you find um, out? I actually reached out to them and then they kind of like watched some of my stuff and they were like, you know, let's work out some dates. They sent me some dates, but um, a lot of them I already have like shows on because I have been reaching out to just so many places recently. So, but we made some work and I'm just, I'm so excited. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. If they're not knocking on your door. Just start knocking on theirs. Right. Mm-hmm. That's been my mentality. Like ever since. I started traveling in February. So the past like three, four months, I have been trying my best to get a show every single weekend. And that's difficult sometimes because it leads to me like overbooking myself a little bit. Like last weekend I did Vegas, Utah, and California all in one weekend. And I was dead tired. And then I had to wake up and go to school uh, Monday morning. But um, I have realized that in order for any kind of success, you can't just wait. And so many people have that, that mentality, like, oh, if they want me, they'll, they'll, you know, make an effort. And I'm just like, I have been realizing, like, I need to make an effort. I need to be the one who is like bugging them like crazy. Like, hey, um, do you have any availability on this show? Like, can I send you my matches? Like just that. And I've reached out to everybody because what is the worst that they can do? Just leave me on red. And if they leave me on red and come back me I mean you never know what's gonna happen like I could you know blow up really soon and they could come back and be like oh we want to work with you we see you reached out to us and like that's kind of just like the goal because the worst that they're gonna do is leave you on red and I'm like I've been left on red so many times I don't even care I'm just like at least the effort was put in the consistency and everything was sent and the squeaky wheel gets the oil 
Now that's what I say. That's what I say too. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely, you're young in the business, you know, but do you feel like the efforts that you're putting in or, you know, do you look back at where you're, are you looking at where you are right now and saying, hey, you know what, my expectations are, are, are right size, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm making some good progress or do you feel like, hey, it's not happening fast enough? I think that there's no time period for greatness. I think that like everything good is going to take time. I just want to make sure that every single day I'm waking up and doing whatever I can for wrestling and doing whatever I can to bring me closer to my dream. Because there was a time period when I was injured and I was like, you know, just really upset and I was still coming to practice and my coach would be like, okay, what have you done in the past week to like help your wrestling? And I was just like thinking about it. I was like, I'm not watching wrestling because it was hard to watch. I'm not practicing promos. I'm not doing like all the things that you can do that aren't physically wrestling. And there's so many. So, and I wasn't doing any of that. And that was like a breakthrough moment in like February or like June, or I mean, not February, it was in like January. And I was like, I'm going to hustle for this. So now I've been like, Letting, running myself a little bit thin, but I know that I'm working a lot harder than what I used to. And to me, too, um, too much will never be enough. I will never think that I'll be working hard enough because, you know, I will never be satisfied. And I think that that's a really important thing. And I do talk about like getting an ego a lot because there are just so many people that get an ego. And I'm like, I never want to get to the point where I'm comfortable where I have an ego and be like oh like you know I'm so good like I will never ever ever get to that point and if I do I give permission to anybody to slap me across the face and be like what are you doing um because truly like there's a difference between having confidence and having an ego and what like even when you get to such a good level like those people that are like signed and that are like stars they will never have an ego like and they're making millions of dollars off of this. And there's people who are like nowhere near their level that are like, oh yeah, I'm so good. So I just like never want to have that ego. I never want to get comfortable and I never want to think that I'm doing enough because there's always more to be done. Right, right. And and sometimes when you, when you and, and for me, you know, when I'm working on a project or I'm doing something, I kind of think like, you know, um, man, I'm not really getting... I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not making tracks. Right. But it's not until further down the road, you know, maybe six months or a year from now, I was like, wow, you know what? I am making progress. Right. You can't always see the progress you're making when yeah. you're in the middle of it. Yep. A lot of times I always hear trust the process. Absolutely. And that's what's hard for me because I always need like a plan and like things to be super far in advance. I have never done so many like on the moment spontaneous things in my life ever since these past few months like just figuring out like oh like oh I'm gonna go to this town this weekend like me a couple months ago would be like what how do I not know right now like a couple months ago that I would be going here but it's just like taking every opportunity you can and just like living in the moment doing everything I can right now to just be the best possible version of myself yeah that's awesome that's good yeah that's that's what everybody should do right <laughs> yeah the, for sure. <laughs> the world the world would be a, such a nicer place if, if everybody was the best person they could be yep I learned ears open mouths closed and whenever you do open your mouth to talk it should be something that's engaging and 
spreading positivity rather than just like, I mean, there's so much negativity in the world. I literally live by like trying to be the most positive and happy person I can because it's like, we're all here together and we're all trying to live our life and feel fulfilled. And obviously we have hard days and it's like, okay to be like upset on some days, but like to take that on to other people, I will never understand. So I just always try to like have a positive mindset of be and do everything I can to like make somebody's day if they're not having a good day. Yeah, that's a that's a good attitude to have, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just got done listening to a, a, a motivational speaker and he made a uh, he made a uh, he had the audience make a promise to him that they would be more loving every day, you know, to spread okay. love, you know, yeah, and, you know, because like you said, yeah, things happen. You know, sometimes things don't go right. You get your feelings hurt or whatever, right? You, something happens unexpectedly and then you react. But if you just take that moment to think before you react, you could, you could uh, keep somebody from somebody else having a bad day too, right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, so. Domino effect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I, I know how to push buttons. I think we all do, right? Yep. <laughs> so where can fans find you on social media? You guys could find me on Instagram is where I'm the most active, the Brittany Brooks. On Facebook, Brittany Brooks. I have a page that you can follow. Uh, Twitter, at Brittany Brooks. I have a YouTube channel with my matches, but I haven't posted one since February. So I need to catch it up a little bit, but that is Brittany Brooks 04, I believe. And then I have a storefront here. If you want to check out my merch, you can order it and get it shipped to you wherever you live. Um, but I do bring my merch to every show. And I also sell eight by tens at shows and pins and stickers and bracelets and all the things at my shows. And um, to know what shows I'm doing, I always tweet about them, always repost them on my Instagram stories, post them like the weekend before, like, here's what I'll be this weekend on my Instagram feed. So stay tuned and be ready <laughs> well it's it's obvious to me why people want to have you on their podcast <laughs> you, you thank you so much yeah you you have a a great personality you're easy to talk to you're fun to listen to you're you're just you're enjoying life right now right and you love wrestling so you know all that's coming through so you know that's uh it's no wonder that because I've been seeing you pop up on, you know, like I, I was, uh, I Googled you the other day and I saw that you were doing some podcasts and I was like, golly, man, is like, you're just doing them left and right. So that that's good. But, you know, that says a lot about you. Yeah, I'm trying to, you never know what's going to be something. And like, just, I love talking about it. Cause like, I feel like my story is kind of like pretty unique. Cause there isn't that many wrestlers that are still in high school and already sustained such a bigger injury than I, like, as I did. So like just getting able to talk to and like getting platforms, like I, I can't turn someone down if they reach out to me. Cause it's like, they're literally offering me a platform and that means the world to me. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hey, and real quick, before I let you go, Talk about your injury a little bit. What what happened and and where are you at with that? You're you all good now? Yeah, so I tore my ACL in March. I was in practice. I literally just did a reversal out of a body slam and I landed wrong. 
Um, fast forward like three weeks later, I wrestled a match and like I was sitting out on practice for the weeks leading up to it just because I was like, I want to make sure my knee's good. I wrestled a match on it and knew instantly like this is not okay. I went to the doctor. She was like, okay, like you definitely tore your ACL. Here's all the things. So I waited until I graduated because I had the ACT last year because I was a junior. So I waited until, or not until I graduated. I waited until the school year was over in May. And then I got the surgery. Um, I got surgery May 20, like May 20 something. And then I returned to wrestling in December. So I was out for about six months, seven months. And yeah, so now I'm back full force. Um, it feels good. Obviously I have its, it has its moments where it's like achy and isn't feeling great. And there's still things that I can't really do in the ring, but I just work around those things and make sure that everything that I'm doing in the ring is the best that I can do it. So. Yeah, that's good. Well, good. And I hope you stay healthy for a long time. I hope you come to Texas. I'd like to see you wrestle yes. in Texas. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You're listening to the Wrestleville podcast where wrestling lives. Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today.